Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. All right, go for it. Good morning, everyone. It's the notorious, glorious V, the gorilla, gorilla economist. You see, man, I need more coffee. I need more coffee, but it's all good. Got to have that job. Go for it. Got to have a job. The world without coffee, man. See, you and I shudder to think what that will look like. We shudder to think, man. Impossible. Uh, Not possible. Dude, it's, it's hell. It's hell on earth. Imagine waking up. You're groggy. You're tired. There's no hot cup of java waiting for you. And you got to carry on on your with your day. I mean, as an adult, it's a it's, it's a shot that it's the the very thought of it just makes me shudder. My mm. God, terrible. Anyway, it's V and it's CJ in the morning, and you know us. We've been doing this for a while. We've been kicking ass, taking names, keeping it real. All the facts, none of the fillers, all the 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 substance, and none of the fluff. So check us out, roguemoney.net. Follow us on Twitter at the Rogue Money, Rogue Money, and DTube Steam it. Every single podcasting app known to humanity. We're there in a bag of chips. Also, check out our sponsors, thecryptoschool.io, thecryptoschool.io. Whether you learn about cryptos, you want to learn how to trade, thecryptoschool.io is a place that you can get it done. You can get it done, you can get it done. Cryptoschool.io. Also, check out um, MyCBD, mycbdedibles.com, mycbdedibles.com. Dot com. That's the place where you can get all the deliciousness you can get, like some CBD infused coffee. In fact, rolling out with a dark roast. So keep it keep it locked to that. Also, check out on top of that, folks, the delicious, delicious, uh, the coconut pecan truffles, which are so freaking good, amazing, amazing, amazing. And uh, see, let's let's pick up some pictures of those deliciousness. Let's pull those pictures up. Oh my god. Look at that. There we go. Look there we at go. That. There we go. Look at that. Go to that shop now. Yes. <sighs> there it is, baby. The chocolate peanut butter buck guys. You got the, the delicious coffee. Now people say, damn, that's a lot of money for candy. If you knew. See, what's the what's the what, what's the going rate for a for a kilo of C B D uh isolate? Uh anywhere between like I've seen as low as like six and a half. Up to thousand like, dollars, six thousand five. Yeah, up to like eight thousand five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. CBD isolate is stupid expensive. So this is technically a nutritional supplement that is wrapped up in deliciousness. Okay. Nutritional supplement CBD isolate, not the full spectrum oil, but the actual isolate with all the componentry that makes it work, that makes it tick. pure, 99.8 or 99.9. It's amazing, okay? You cannot beat that. And each one is 10, like this, each Buckeye, which I love to pop, is 10 milligrams of organically sourced CBD. I mean, you're good. You pop two of these bad boys, you're good. You're good. That's what you're paying for here. This ain't like no regular ring dings or or hoe cakes. You got to look at it from a value proposition. See, just go to the coffee, man. 
the coffee, you get in a 12 ounce package for 60 bucks, which is still cheaper than Jamaican Blue Mountain. Actually, about the same price as Jamaican Blue Mountain. But watch this the entire bag is 375 milligrams of CBD isolate. Okay. And you brew it to a six ounce cup. Guy like me, I'll knock like a 12 ounce. So I'm getting about, you get about 10 milligrams of CBD per cup of coffee. Which okay. is perfect for starting out. Yeah, that's perfect. Which is good for per- starting out. And we've had people get off their blood pressure medications because of this coffee. Normalize everything because of this coffee. Okay, so it's it's really, really excellent. Okay, really excellent. We always recommend using a reusable copper filter. Okay, if you got a, if you have a, one of those drip machine coffees, go get a copper filter. It's there time a dozen. You go to your supermarket, you go pick it up. Go get a copper filter, <clears throat> or get a French press. Even better. Okay, even better. You go get a French press. So that is what it is. People have the reviews are in. The reviews have been stellar. People love our CBD coffees. It is excellent. Go out and get it. And also, folks, uh, check out RemainCom, RemainCom.net. Whether you have a debt collections problem, you have any sort of any issues going on with debt collectors or whatnot, go to RemainCom.net. You get started now. You get a, you get a, a free 20-minute consultation with the, one of our asset protection specialists and uh, let these guys kick the banksters in the nuts. With that being said, CJ, what's crack like, brother? Hey, good morning, V. Doing great. It is, we were talking before we went live. I cannot believe that we're past the halfway point of the year, quickly heading in to July. So yeah, it's it's been a quick, it's been a fast year, V. <clears throat> so what? Uh, I said it's been a fast year. Oh, Amazing. Yeah. It, it really has been, man. It really has been. See, there's a lot of, go- a lot of things going on. Um, a lot of things we covered during the week. Uh, where do you want to begin, bro? Where do you want to begin? Let's pick something here. Well, let, let's start because, V, unfortunately, we see this happen time and time again where we have organizations that are set up to protect children, to, uh, to protect them, keep them out of harm's way. And lo and behold, these things happen. Things, you know, the, the organizations get exposed <laughs> in this situation, uh, the leader of an organization. So a one-time Nobel Peace Prize nominee uh, Joel yeah. Davis was arrested oh, wow. for child pornography. So the 22-year-old oh, yeah. founder of the charity that advocates victims of sexual violence was arrested on Tuesday in possession of child pornography and working on arranged sexual encounters with children as young as two years old. Uh, Joel helped found Youth to End Sexual Violence and chaired the UN's international campaign to stop rape, rape and gender violence and conflict. You know, how many times organizations, individuals tied, you know, to the UN? I mean, these sickening. He's also tasks. a Hillary Clintonite, man. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> Back to the Clintons. And then, and the, you know, there's the picture of, yeah, youth end sexual violence, but yet he is uh, sending messages and he was part of a sting operation where he was, in fact, trying to uh, solicit when it was all said and done after his arrest. He admitted uh, to pri- uh, prior arrangements, prior meetings. And just, just truly disgusting. And it's just, it's time and time again, you know, these organizations, these leaders, and they get nailed, they get, they get taken down, um, you know, and there's no, and there's no fix to this. You know, you, you don't, this is, it's not a, a thing that you cure somebody of the, I would love to put uh, Joel Davis in a warehouse. I would love to take a big, sharp 
rusty meat hook and drive it into his soft belly and then pull up with my mighty gorilla strength and gut this mofo like the fish and scumbag that he is. Disgusting. After his arrest, this a-hole CJ admitted that he was abusing a 13-year-old boy and that he kept pornographic images of children on his phone, that he wanted to get some sort of a tryst with a two-year-old. He had pictures. He's even interested in toddlers and infants, this asshole, this disgusting piece of filth. Okay, look at him. Oh my God, see, I, I, I pound this kid's face until it's like it turns into hamburger. Like, look at this kid's face. Look, 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 this, this little beta cuck. I'd kill this kid. In a statement of the U.S. Uh, Attorney General for the Southern District Court, the conduct alleged against Joel Davis is unfathomable as it is sickening. <clears throat> and as this case demonstrates, law enforcement will keep a watchful eye on the darkest corners of the Internet to bring predators to justice. And having stated an organization that pushed for the end of sexual violence, Davis displayed the highest degree of hypocrisy. That, I mean, what 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 better way to hide? Isn't it, isn't it always those dudes? Oh, I'm not gay, and I'm not into homosexuality. But you wind up being gay. You get exposed for being gay, right? Dudes like I uh, I'm against prostitution. They get caught in the prostitution ring. You know, I mean, we see this all the time. It's a, yeah. It provides a smokescreen. Uh, per- you know, you're a pedophile. The best place to hide is is an anti-pedophile organization. It's the sickest thing in the world, man. Crimes against children, as those alleged, are taken very seriously by the FBI. We continue to work tirelessly to investigate those pl- those who place the most helpless Americans at risk. Youth to end sexual violence is this this I can't I, I mean it's just ridiculous, bro. Just ridiculous. Again, nobody's talking about the fact that this kid is re- is is linked. He worked on the Hillary Clinton campaign. No one talks about that, bro. No, not at all. Nope. He was up for a Nobel Prize. This little scumbag, this little bastard. I hope in jail they kill him. Joel, I hope you die a miserable death in jail because I know what they do to pedophiles and rapists in jail. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait till you get to jail, buddy. Wait till they find out who you are. Wait till you find out what they what, what you've been into. You, 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 you like, you're into raping kids? Well, watch what happens to you, buddy. Watch what happens to you. You're gonna you're gonna wish that I took a meat hook and shoved it into your soft little gut, you little bastard. He's gonna wish. What's the, what they're gonna do to him jail siege is gonna be it's gonna be epic. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. From what I've been told, the <clears throat> the people that are in there incarcerated, the ones specifically that abuse, you know, you know, children are the ones with the, the, the most severe penalties uh, once they get there. So let let's hope it Hell happens yeah. to him. Yep, let's all pray that uh, Joel Davis has the ever-loving shit kicked out of him every single day until the day he dies in prison. And let's hope that he dies a painful, slow, and agonizing death. Let's pray for that. How could you pray for such things? Shouldn't you pray that, that he should find God in Jesus? Hell no. Hell no. You abuse children, man. God ain't got no place for you, bro. I'm sorry, that's what you call a reprobate mind. You know, there's a, there's a point where a person can't even be saved. That's called a reprobate mind. Pedophiles are reprobates. You kill them. That's what you do with pedophiles. You kill them. 
All right, man. Um, before I get into an angry tirade and pick up my computer screen and throw it across my office. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, let's talk about China and trade, man. China and trade. The world's uh, China's top trading partner, CJ. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting when, you know, we keep getting news like every other day, you know, that, hey, trade wars is, tariffs and everything that's really occurring. And when you really, you know, you break down to take a look at the impact that it will happen with, you know, the United States and China, it, it's amazing to look at the depth of, of their trade. And, and yes, in terms of dollars, it's probably double uh, with the United States everywhere else. But the the mass amount of products that they export you know, around the globe V and at this point, almost very little to like Latin America. So their growth potential is just, just huge as far as what that, that impact is going to be. So it's, it's kind of odd that we think that we could, uh, you know, be solely in the United States with waging tariffs or, or threats against trade, because it's going to have very little impact, not only to their trade, their balance sheets, but how they've been able to completely uh, rid themselves and the ability to not be under the control of, of the dollar at this stage. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's a, we spent the last 50 years, I'm sorry, the last 30 years, no, the last 50 years, CJ, we spent the last 50 years overthrowing 30 democratically elected governments. A lot of those governments were in Central and South America. A lot of those governments, folks, were in Central and South America, and those governments felt the brunt of our, quote-unquote, foreign policy. You all remember the School for the Americas, right? It sounds like a, a wonderful place where people could come and learn how to be diplomats and, and better better respond and, 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 and treat humanity fairly in Central and South America. But, but the School for the Americas was not a diplomatic school. It was, a, it, it was basically a training ground for disruptive NGOs, mercenaries, and CIA agents who are basically destabilizing agents and agent provocateurs that were then released into various countries in and around Central and South America. That's what the, that's what the School of the Americas was, Okay. So while we've been around the world fomenting war, and I wouldn't even say we, it's the, it's the criminal deep state. It's a criminal deep state. These criminals are doing these things in our name. This is the reputation that's been built up. And right now, there is a war, folks, whether you believe it or not, whether you like it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, or you're one of those crazy kooks who think that one group of people control everything. Everything is controlled by them because they are not people. They're gods and they're half reptilian. Okay, whatever. But there is a power struggle that's happening right now. <clears throat> there is a good guys versus bad guys. If you don't believe me, you, look, if there wasn't any good guys, there weren't any good people resisting and fighting this thing at the highest levels. We would already been. We would have already been in the tyranny a long time ago. There would have been no need for a 9/11, folks. Right? The 9/11 was the beginning of the finishing touches of this whole entire thing. But now there's a resistance going on, and right now the good guys are on the winning side. We are trying to turn the corner and bring America back to where she was once was. Okay, where she once was. That is a great nation, a loving nation, a caring nation, a just nation, a fair nation. 
a nation that wins in trade, a nation that wins in negotiation, not war. Not war. We want to bring America back before the advent of the military industrial complex, before those who are out there that have that have that have that this monstrosity has grown and has gone rabid throughout the world. We strand in the precipice of an era of peace. My hope and prayer, and my God, see, it just keeps getting better and better, especially with you know the the major defeat. And uh, you know we were talking about it yesterday with with uh, with Cuss with Gus, the major defeat of a ten-term congressman right here in New York, somebody who is the number four most powerful. Democrat who outspent his opponent 18, not 10 to 1 as it was reported, but 18 to 1 right here in the 14th Congressional District in New York. This is the person who was supposed to replace Nancy Pelosi. This is the person who was supposed to continue and carry the torch of the anti-Trump propaganda. And he gets upset and he get and he loses to a political neophyte, a young millennial who's a socialist, who her viewpoints, apart from the barrios that she works in, apart from the areas that she lives in, is not going to get any traction. Apart from the uh, the areas that she, in the demographics that she lives in and the idiot college students they have and the the stupid millennials running around, it ain't going to get no traction. I love it. That's why, you know, yesterday Gus and I and CJ were saying, hey, you know what, we want more of these these young millennials taking out seasoned Democrats. See, what a laughing stock this would be. I want more. Hello, if you're if you're a libtard millennial, you just happen to stumble upon this show because you think you're smart. <laughs> you actually you actually think you're smart, you stupid millennial. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to be inspired by me. I want you to hate me so much that it inspires you. I want you to hate CJ and myself so much that inspires you to go run for Congress. And I hope that one of you millennials that might happen to stumble upon this show hate us so much that you happen to also live in Nancy Pelosi's district that you run against her and take her out. (laughs) CJ, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I mean, it it would be, and and it's... It's one of those things that you say that you're kind of happy about that political awakening happening with those people. Now, granted, it's it's misguided, you know, in ter- in terms of socialism. But I think what it is bringing about is perhaps, hopefully, the the younger generation they understand that these long term these these legacy people that have been in Congress, Senate for so darn long. So I'm hoping that more people wake up to the reality that, that these people need to go go away completely across the country right however if we could you know if we could channel that energy of people understanding how corrupt the system is uh, it's been this way for years and and there's politically i don't know if there's any you know you think about the last several years and how the the amount of wealth that the top one percent and so that's that part of me that that like aligns a little bit with like what they're what they're trying to accomplish now i'm not saying just give money away that's not the the resolution but if we could get them to see hey listen that anger that frustration that you have with the current system that there's some mutual agreement points with that and 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 that's the fact that the system is so darn corrupt uh the politicians that get there the send that year we see their wealth double triple quadruple the number of years there 
we see corporations that continue to grow and to pocket like all the funds with very little bit. So, so in essence, you know, there is some, I'm not advocating for, you know, economic equality, but you know, B, I mean, the criminal bankster cartels have controlled a lot of, have managed a lot of the, the problems along with corporations, you know, at, right now, like our attention is like so much online on like, Oh, Dems this and, and, and Republicans this and, you know, these countries are so bad. It's, it's almost like we've kind of forgotten that 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 ugliness, that evil is still there. And, and that's the criminal banking system and the and the criminal politicians that are there. And and what my concern is, it seems like here lately, there's been so much more conversation about other things. So, you know, we need to try to, to get people to understand. Like, I know that when I meet, I have friends that are very much, you know, liberals, very progressive. And and I and I try to find mutual talking points that let's get them to understand that, listen, like, do you not, would you not agree that we pay way too much in taxes? Do you, would you agree that the, the recent Supreme Court passing that, that, that we had no representation of that taxes? Do you, do you agree with that? Do you think that's necessarily right? Do you think that politicians, like they, okay. they have laws to avoid any type of, of prosecution for insider trading? I mean, so much of that corruption that ex has existed is, has been that way for years. And I, I just wish that they could understand that it's not so much about, about handouts, free college and free this and free that. It's it's more like holding those accountable, those elected leaders are accountable for the positions they get they get elected to. So I just hope that across the board, whether it's, you know, some long term, you know, you know, conservatives have been up there. I mean, there are just as many people that are broken on, on the on the left and the right. So this is definitely a wake up call. I, I hope Nancy Pelosi understands that her days are numbered in DC and um, that no one is giving them a get out of jail free card uh, for what they did, you know, several years ago no. with aligning with Hillary. No one, no one's going to overlook that. And I, I think they keep forgetting that. I think they're like, you know, if we keep up all this pressure with Trump and, you know, everything that he's doing and everything, people are going to forget about, you know, what happened, you know, several years ago. And it's not. The, the, and, and this is a great example of that, that people are not giving them that get out of jail free card. Uh, and, and this hopefully will happen because, again, these people are so misdirected uh, that essentially that they'll be their own demise. I mean, it, I just read today that there was an article that the government had to take over the water supply in Venezuela now be because the, the system are deteriorating so bad there. It's just, if they don't understand, you know, give me one example where socialism has worked. Uh, you're not going to find it anywhere. So it's, it's pretty easy to get these people to understand that. Well, CJ, the reason why it hasn't worked, according to us millennials, is because it hasn't been tried properly. That's why socialism's never worked. And the real fact is this. In every stupid millennial, because they are stupid. This is the most useless generation. Not all millennials. There's some great millennials out there who are really awoken, who are smart, uh, just as it is in every generation. But literally, the grand cross-section, if you were to take it, it's not a stereotype. It's a reality. This is the most dumbest, can't-take-a-punch, worthless, pathetic generation. And I thank God they're all going to be dead and wiped out because these idiots don't even reproduce. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that, that the millennials don't reproduce. And thank God that that uh, the Generation Z is uh, is you know the complete opposite of these idiot loser washed up millennials, and uh, you know they're pretty much going to be able to um, and from all the research that has shown it's the most conservative generations of World War II bring this country back to the greatness. So we're going to hand this country off to Generation Z, who's willing to take the jobs that the millennials won't take. Uh, Generation Z, which is uh, you know the 
a generation that values relationship, that values, uh, you know, they're not into this old this virtue signaling bullshit and all that other crap. Um, you know, these millennials, man, they don't realize that, you know, they, they repeat axioms. Oh, it's, never been it's been tried 289 times and it has failed every single time. Socialism is not some new idea that, that was the advent of the 20th century. It's, it, it, it's, it's very uh, instruments. It's very instruments have been in existence. It's, it's ideologues have been propagated for, for hundreds of years. 289 times it's been tried. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It denies human nature. So when you, when you ask a dumb millennial, like, I'm going to have free college tuition and housing is going to be a right and my job is going to be a, Well, if, if your job is a right, okay, if your job's right, well, like most people don't realize the reason why you get up and go to work is why. Apart from the fact that you want to make money. What's the other reason when you want to go get up and go to work? You don't want to get fired. You don't want to get fired. <laughs> you don't want to be... Hey man, I gotta get up and go to work because you know, yeah, I gotta pay the bills, but I also I don't want to be fired. And in fact, if I'm fired, I can't pay the bills. So I get up and I show up to work on time. I, you know, if I'm a really good employee, I, I come up, I come in early, I stay late, I work hard, I work diligently. Why? Because I want to be rewarded for the time that I put in so that I can what move up in the ranks and get promotions and make more money and have better position and therefore provide a better life for my family. These are normal drivers for society now let's take the idiot acacio okay I, it's just just a misguided little child let's take this petulant little child's quote or one of her platforms saying that uh, a, a guaranteed job with living wage anywhere between 15 and 20 bucks an hour now if i'm guaranteed a job cj what is the point of me to show up early and and, and leave late there's no initiative work? yeah there's yeah there's you don't have to have initiative <laughs> right, exactly. What, what if I go on my one-hour lunch break, come back three hours later? What are they, they going to oh, I'm going to fire you. <sighs> okay, I'm guaranteed a job. I'm going to go out and get another one. I'm guaranteed a job. So what happens to productivity? Hmm. Gone. What happens to any initiative of those who want to climb to the top and work really hard? Gone. You see, if you give people a, a way out to be lazy, they will be lazy. You see, you got to look at society. People look at you know guys like us who are hustlers. CJ, we're hustlers. Because we got to hustle, we got to grind, we got to do what we got to do, right? They look at us and be like, why do you guys like work so hard? Why do you? Because we have initiative and drive. So we understand that most people are not like us. They're not, you know, people that have, that are creative, that work hard, that mo mo most people are not like the people that listen to the show, they're, 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 that have minds and critical thinking and, and they work hard and they work smart. You give the majority of the population, they will sit around on their ass. I'd say a good 20% of them, 30% of them probably just sit around on their ass to collect nothing, do nothing. So if you're giving people guaranteed job, what is the point? You're giving them guaranteed housing. Look, man, not everybody should have a house, period. There are people that have houses, can't take care of it. Can't take care, they can't take care of the apartment. You want to give them a house? They can't, they can't take care of the project building that they live in. You want to give them a house. Right? You want to give them a house. Why? And who's going to pay for it? You're guaranteeing houses, you're guaranteeing jobs, and then on top of that, you're going to guarantee education. Not everybody needs an education. Not everybody needs a college education. You can go to trade school, and, and who's going to pay for all this? Oh, we're going to have the business owners in Wall Street and all the all the corporations. Okay, if, now, if I'm a small business owner, CJ, you and I are small business owners, right? Now, we 
if we're in a state where a state retard who wins office or an impressionable little girl like Ocasio is, or Cortez, whatever the hell her name is, wins office and her viewpoint gets pushed out on the rest of the state, you think guys like small business owners like CJ and myself are going to stay in? Let's say we're in New York and this Ocasio person's uh, you know, uh, you know, know, laws and whatnot goes into effect. You think we want to stay in a state like that? No. Look what's happening in California. It is impossible to do business. You have 180,000 people leaving, bleeding out of California every year. Why? Because it's so wonderful. Look, there's a point. The only reason why they're not moving any faster is because the weather's so damn good. But they're getting the hell out of there. Folks, Gershom's Law, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, simplified, on average, every day, we're not talk- the species, I'm not talking about species here, I'm just talking about, you know, the, the plain, simple explanation of Gershom's Law is money goes where it's treated well. That's it. Money goes where it's treated well. You're going to treat me like crap, and, 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 and being a small business owner, I'm paying taxes, I'm hiring employees, I'm, I'm doing things to stimulate the economy versus those who just sit on their ass all day. So guys like me and Siege, we're going to be like, yo, F this, we're out. We're going to take our families, we're leaving. We're going to uproot to a state where it's more business friendly. This is the stupidity that these idiot socialists don't understand. And these socialists are like, well, if you're making, you know, 300000 or 400000 or $500,000 a year, you don't need to be making, or if you're making $20 million, you don't need to make all that money. Who are you to tell me that I don't need that much kind of money? Who are you? If I'm if I'm making ten billion a year, who are you to say that that's too much money? You don't need that much. Who the hell are you? You don't know what I do with this money. You don't know what kind of initiatives I fund. You don't know if I got like real initiatives that 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 provide global good. You, you, number one, number two. Yeah, I'm making ten billion a year, but you don't know the hundreds of thousands of people I employ. Should I not be worth ten billion dollars? Oh, that's excessive. To who? And in whose mindset? You see, there's a point, folks. When you, it, It's amazing how people's mentality. I, I've talked to people, and I've seen them come up through life when they're younger and they're getting older. And when they're young, they're like, hey, man, you know, I, I, a million dollars a year, man. I, 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 there's no need for that. You know, I'll be happy with $100,000 a year. I, I've had this happen, CJ. And all of a sudden, they make $100,000 a year. Okay, they get to the level of life. They, you know, they pay their dues. They, you know, work their asses off. They're now they're making six figures. They're they're in the six figure club. They're making a hundred grand. They're making one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year. And they're like, wow, this is it's nice up here at one hundred and twenty grand. You know, I'm paying a lot more in taxes, but you know, and then all of a sudden they get as soon as they ma- they break the magic one fifty to two hundred barrier. Now they start liking money a little bit more. They're like, oh, this is nice. I could buy a little bit more nicer things. I could have a slightly better house. I could drive a slightly better car. And then they get into the 300000 and they're like, ooh, now they're taking nicer vacations. They're eating at better restaurants. Then they're in the four to 500000 Now they're talking about their dream home and their retirement. And then they're like, they, they love the proxy. I don't, the love of money is the root of all evil. I don't love money, but I love the, 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 the options that it provides. That's what money is. Money is just a tool. It's a tool for me to do things. It provides for me options. I have options to do things with money. Okay? So, P- 
people, when they get past a certain income bracket, their mentality changes. They're not becoming a-holes. They're not becoming – no, they realize, wow, i got a lot more money. Maybe I want to invest in myself. Maybe I want to start a small business. Maybe I can be more free. Maybe I can give more to charity. These are what normal people do. This is what normal people do. So look, look, well, the reason why I say this is this, folks. You want to create uh, cater society so that – those that are coming up could become millionaires and billionaires. You don't want to inhibit that. That's human creativity. Look, a lot of us will not be millionaires or billionaires, but that's totally fine, man. But there's a potential for all of us to have a great life. If you make it easy for the billionaire to come up, if you make it easy for business to thrive, you make it easy for you know small business owners to really expand, to really not, you know, not tax them to oblivion, then it's better for all of us. You make it better for the guy that hit 150 to 200, $300,000, $500,000 a year, then you're going to make it easier for the guy who's making $15,000 a year to make 50. Okay? That's how economies work. You can't have all these ridiculous taxes and regulations. People always say, well, it's immoral. Okay, I'll give you a flip uh, um, conversation over here. People say, oh, it's immoral that, you know, uh, you know these American corporations are, are, Paying these workers in Cambodia one dollar a day to make Nike sneakers. Oh my God, it's tomorrow. And I say to them, CJ, who the hell are you? You little pop tart. That you grew up in a in a civilized Western society. That you are going to judge that that little Cambodian person who's making a a, a Nike shoe in a sweatshop that you call a quote unquote a sweatshop. Because it doesn't fit your Western ideals of a safe labor situation, whatever, is making a dollar is immoral. They should be paid more. No, they shouldn't be paid more. They're getting paid what the market is. And if you try to make them pay more, that 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 company will just close up shop and they'll go elsewhere. And you might say to yourself, that's just immoral. They should they, they should be banned. It should be stopped. No, you don't get it. Folks, you know, recently we looked at South Korea and North Korea, right? We looked at the whole Korean Peninsula thing. We we saw all the peace processes that, that are happening there, the talks and all this wonderful thing. And for many Americans, uh, between the Winter Olympics in uh in um Yongpyang, uh, uh, South Korea and, uh, and 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 the summit between uh, North Korea and South Korea. It's the first time that many Americans are seeing what actual Korea looks like. Many Americans are blown away. Holy shit, man! I mean, freaking Seoul looks way better than any U.S. city that I've ever seen. It's gorgeous, beautiful. It's built up skyscrapers, folks. Do you realize just not not that long ago, not that long ago, American companies were paying Korean workers a dollar a day, fifty cents a day, twelve cents a day, ten cents a day. You know that's how it started. You see, by paying a society 10 cents, 20 cents, a dollar a day, and you don't have these taxes and regulations, you are stimulating their economy. So that one day that that Korean person who was making 15 cents a day is now having a per capita income that is right now even greater than the typical American. Okay, or equal to or better than why? Because you're giving stimulation into their economy that creates growth. So that's on an international level. Think about it domestically. We start paying them. That's why I want to get rid of the stupid minimum wage BS. You get rid of it. You're going to be paid what the market rate says you should be paid. Okay, and that creates the this way. The, the cream rises to the top. And you create a market situation 
where there's more investments, more money velocity, more liquidity, more opportunity, and you're going to see a burgeoning middle class, a burgeoning upper class, as it was done in China, as it was done in South Korea, as it was done in Singapore, as it's being done in Vietnam. This is the way things work. If we applied what we've done with globalization, how stupid it was in the grand scheme of things, but we reapply it to within our own borders, within our own populations, it's a beautiful thing. Socialism prevents all these things from happening. CJ. Absolutely. No, again, I think that's why some of the existing systems that have been put in place just become, you know, generational Uh, and, and there'll be people there, they'll be there all day. It's like, no, what do you mean welfare is generational? It, it truly is. I mean, how many times do you see that you have a family, somebody that grew up on those types of programs? And I and I get, I mean, I support why it's there for short term, but it's not a means to a, a way of living. And many a times those kids grew up and seeing that, 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 you know, hey, you know, government says it's a way of life. And then they end up evolving to the same thing. It's the same the same treatment when you provide a, a, a living wage for, 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 for what, you know, yep. you know, what, what encouragement are you going to give anyone to work hard to, to advance, to, to do better. And so there's numerous examples, numerous examples where people have tried those social justice programs with, with, you know, minimum wages and, and, you know, salaries and all that, that have just, you know, epically failed. So, and, and you're right about the States. How many times are we going to learn about these companies that are, you know, Illinois is a great example, California, uh, where they have these high taxes, they establish these wage rates that are just making it so unfavorable for business uh, that they're leaving. There's leaving. They're leaving those states. So, yeah, um, very, very good uh, insights, V. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And with that being said, brother, we are at the end of the show. Absolutely, taking it away. And uh, you guys, uh, crypto show later on today? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not exactly sure because I have a meeting. Uh, and I don't know how long that meeting is going to run. So actually, if there if there is, if you could host it, I think uh, Nick and Frank could possibly be on. I'm not Nick and Frank. I mean Z and Frank. We'll All right, cool. We'll see what we can do yeah. then. You got it, buddy. Thank you, man. All right. All right. Take care, everyone.